0: Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hello. Hello. How's it going? I'm good. Busy. Yeah? Yeah? Finally busy, yeah. That's good. That's good. Busy's good. Busy makes you not dwell upon things because yeah last week
1: you were you were lamenting how so not busy you were yeah and literally the next
0: like two days later i was had so much work in one day i was like oh my god this is what it feels like to work again that's awesome that's good yeah so it was good so i have um some things lined up i'm a commercial a film another film that's a short shorter film and it all happened in one day so and so yeah and then some other marketing stuff so it was good that's great yeah so thank you thank you i needed i needed to feel loved and tenderized like a big chunk of meat (laughs) whoa (laughs) jesus yeah so so. uh what Mm -hmm. else have you
1: been up to aside from being like the talk of the town when it comes
0: to uh being hired for things uh that's about it i have a table read on monday for a script i wrote about last year, it's a short film that I wanted to direct myself in. It just became too too difficult because it has to it, de- it deals with video games, and I would need to have something recreated. Like uh... I wouldn't be able to license something because like everything's too big so i'd have to get like students at usc or something to like recreate a a scene or whatever i'm like that just sounds like a fucking nightmare (laughs) so i kind of put on the back burner who knows maybe somebody else will pick it up and be able to do something with it it's really fucking good script so
1: nice yeah
0: it's a tearjerker it's cute it's like a love story without any love it's it's nice (laughs) hence the tearjerker (laughs) <laughs> love story, mo- no love. Yeah, and uh, it's about two professional gamers who grow up in like the late 90s together and they become friends that are uh, unlikely friends. And they go on to become professional gamers, and they're pitted against each other in a final tournament. So, yeah, it's like a trial of friendship and stuff like that. So it's good. How about you? How are you? I'm good.
1: Um, been keeping busy since yeah. we last spoke. Yes, Todd- you have. Todd and I saw Annihilation yesterday.
0: Oh, I, yeah. How was it?
1: We both liked it a lot. Um, I It's... It, it's um pretty messy sci-fi but i like it and um the thing i think i i I really like so much right now is that i feel that paramount is kind of doing some cool stuff right now with the movies they're deciding to release super wide like between this and mother Mm. i mean obviously paramount has a lot of other movies that are happening but this and mother i love the fact that they have made two female-led movies that aren't necessarily like huge crowd pleasers like they're they're odd and i mean mother was grating and unpleasant to a lot of people and annihilation i don't think is pissing anybody off like this but i can understand if people leave it and are just kind of of the mindset of like okay it's it is it is a it's a challenging movie hmm. but i feel like in a good way and i want to say it's like it's not challenging it's, it's weird I, I feel like that's a strange title to give it now that i'm completely backpedaling my yeah. opinion on this, but like there's something about it it's not your normal sort of -of run-of-the-mill blockbuster sci-fi movie it it feels a little different but does this
0: feel like it was a big budget or does it feel like a? no, it
1: it looks great and and it sounds great the soundtracks from um done by jeff barrow and ben salisbury who um are uh, they did the soundtrack to men against fire for black mirror and they also did the soundtrack to ex machina and okay, yeah. they either wrote a score or they and that got used or they wrote a score that was tossed and then they used a different one for <laughs> uh the new judge dread movie hmm. um and i think they created invader records um that label i think that's cool but yeah uh, nice. i i love i love the stuff they do like they created that really cool like <laughs> that's in like the trailer and it's in it's actually in a song in the um in the the movie. I'll just
0: check it out. I really did like the um soundtrack to Ex Machina. So
1: well, I want to read the book now of Annihilation. Of course, I need to finish it.
0: Um, but Annihilation is the oh, first. So still... yeah. Well, how I...
1: far have you gotten? Oh, I haven't read anything in a while. So you're still halfway. Sixty four percent, I think gotcha um yeah like, exactly 64 well, the Kindle gives you percentages oh
0: yeah that's right uh
1: but annihilation is the first of a trilogy of books and so i don't know if we're going to get movies two and three i don't think they would be directed by alex garland i imagine he was ready to move on to something else but hmm. i am definitely curious about where it's going to go from here so yeah so we saw annihilation i liked it a lot todd liked it too
0: Nice. Um, I still haven't seen Black Panther. I I know. Flip this table. I know, and I really thought I was going to see it this week, but shit happens. So you got to get on that. We have to talk about Black Panther. I will. Mm. I will. That'll be next week. well actually this week it's actually really busy it'll be next week
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i finished season one of altered carbon or i guess the only season of altered carbon thus far Uh
0: uh-huh i liked it completed the series
1: Mm -hmm. thus far yes i am fully caught up on the series um Mm -hmm. so that was neat um I'm trying to think, what else has happened? Uh, my copy of the Dark Souls card game arrived.
0: Don't, Ooh. don't know when I'll ever get a chance to play
1: that, but I hear it's more fun than the board game.
0: Well, if you have a little game night, count me in.
1: Yeah, because we need. To, I need to do a game night. I've been so. I've been bad. Yeah. But we. I've been busy. You've been busy. Um, and you've been out of town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what else has happened? Oh, today uh, I did my first escape room.
0: Oh my gosh, yes, tell me.
1: Uh, so, um, it was at the Escape Hotel on uh, Hollywood Boulevard, which used to be a restaurant called the Geisha House that was owned by Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm, and Danny mm-hmm. Masterson. Mm-hmm. Um, really good sushi. I it, yeah. yeah, I went there once. Um, so that's now the Escape Hotel and they, you know, they have some sort of standard uh rooms and like themes they have, you know, they have like one called Slaughter House and then the- or Slaughter And then they have one called, like, Cocaine. Like, they have one called Espionage, I think. so they have all the different sort of themed rooms. Uh, But as a bit of branded promotional material, they are currently hosting a Tomb Raider the movie escape room.
0: Shut it down.
1: And it's half the length of their normal uh, escape rooms. Most of their escape rooms are 60-minute blocks that you have to to complete it. And the Tomb Raider one is 30 minutes. How does it look? It's really cool. Um, it's free, actually. Uh, wow. I want to say you just have to sign up for a time. And um, one of my editors at work uh, and a friend, Caitlin, she is a huge Tomb Raider fan. And I guess she had her finger on the pulse on this thing, and she immediately like grabbed a slot for eight people. And uh, so it ended up being her and her boyfriend, me and Todd, uh, Alfredo and his wife, Tina, and um john mm-hmm. oh. who still does not finish oxen free and he Bill. did listen to the podcast and he knows he needs to yeah and uh and muhammad cool and so um yeah it was the eight of us and we went in there and
0: we finished it in 16 minutes and 22 seconds that seems like a waste of time to do all that just to go to hollywood to park <laughs> it was not bad actually todd and i found like a raiding a, lot. a tomb todd- Todd and I found a parking lot where we
1: paid, like, four bucks. Um, And while we were waiting to get, like, going in the whole thing, there was a Tomb Raider VR thing where they put you in, like, a Gear VR headset and you did, like, a... You know escaping a tomb while you're being chased by trinity which was really cool actually it was a cute little 10 minute vr experience um only one puzzle but it was it was still kind of had a really cool vibe to it mm-hmm. um and yeah like the room was really great it has four different rooms that are all connected and you have to kind of like run between them um and between the eight of us like we you know we're all gamers we all have a lot of adventure game experience so we tend we kind of tore right through it a little bit which was nice it was fun it was really it was pretty cool um and i think i've potentially developed a taste for escape rooms now and so we're trying to get, like, um, some plans going to do more of them.
0: That's a lot of people. Like, when I did a escape room, it was an hour escape room, and there's just two of us, and we did very well. But that's that. Well, so having so.
1: eight people definitely complicated matters a little bit. Because it got chaotic? Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's, you know, it, it, we kind of... We didn't pair off, like, but there were some pairs that were trying to figure stuff out, and then there were some randos like me wandering around. And so, like, I would find something and start, like, looking at stuff. Yeah. And, you know, somebody's like, well, how do you do? And I'd be like, oh, 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 I actually know that. And so, like, eventually, like, if you were trying to say what needed to get done, somebody would speak up with the answer. Okay. Um, And then eventually we all kind of, like, worked it out. Good. So it was fun. It was it was a cool a team of, effort. Yeah, it was it was some good teamwork. And I like um, that. Yeah, it was a nice. It was a good experience. It was
0: really fun. Um, so speaking of team effort, <laughs> I like how my I always have stupid segues. Um, I watched Queer Eye. Oh, what did you think? I've seen of the it? first three episodes. I've yeah, I I seen believe. the first two. Um, you know, the first episode I was on. The side of you, where I was like, Well, this seems over exaggerated. These queens are just going in there and tearing up the place, and I don't see any actual work being done. They're kind of like toddlers. (laughs) And then I got used to their sense of themselves and the kind of people they are and like their personalities and i was like okay now i have gotten a taste of i know what i'm in for so i am going to watch the next one the next one i like better which i do have to
1: say though um i was bummed that jonathan the grooming guy yeah cut his hair so much that guy Uh, looked good with the man bun he looked good
0: with the man bun and he also cut his beard too short mm-hmm. i mean yeah he, it was too short so you could actually see his double chins which i had no idea he had before yeah it's, I, the beard so, could have
1: been cleaned up and it's still kind of been a statement beard a little bit
0: yeah i um yeah kind of like hot rio or whatever his yeah name, um sexy rio or hot rio hot rio yeah so i was like well that's kind of a bummer but he looked he looked decent yeah and his mom was happy so I mean,
1: it's like the show. N- nothing bad comes of it. Like it is a show that yeah. is very affirming. In that by the time it's done, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Like
0: it is kind of like the preschool version of the original. Because <laughs> in the original, they taught them like really. Avant garde ways of living, like especially like in the kitchen. This is how you make this puff pastry with the blah blah blah. What and you... here we get like, this is how you make guacamole. Yeah, actually, you make is, a grilled cheese. This is a grilled cheese. I'm like, oh god, yeah, well, there's articles right now. <laughs> I know, I heard that yeah, I feel bad about whether or
1: not that guy can actually cook.
0: It's <laughs> <He's> Canadian,
1: <laughs> it's like because Todd
0: was looking at a up, pretty he's like, face. He's like, what's with that accent? Like, where is he from? And he's like, oh, he's Canadian, yeah. Um. Which is kind of a bummer, only because this show, I was talking to Steven earlier, I was like, it's a bummer that people are kind of, like, putting him on the spot when it is a show to lift people up, and then then that's happening, (laughs) or it's, like, bringing him down a little bit. But you do kind (laughs) of wonder, like, just, I mean, was he the... Well, it's weird, because he has a pretty face, but he's not a supreme personality, like, next to the other ones, he kind of is... like, I would say in fifth place in, like, the personality department. Oh, totally. So he must be able to cook. That's the only reason, unless he is just... He's just a pretty face, I he, think. That, he has that little, like, curl in his smile... It's like a little, almost a little jokery and mm-hmm. it looks so cute. Cause like. I would totally make out with him. The
1: two best looking people on that show are him and the culture guy.
0: Culture guy. Oh yeah. He's very cute. Like
1: too. those are the two best looking people on the show. And yet I feel like they both are kind of miscast in that I feel like, you know, food and wine guy doesn't, re- he's not really expanding any horizons when it comes to food. Um, and. No,
0: but he is making things, simple things for simple people who yeah. need something to. And easily, so I mean, it's nice. I'm glad. I he's guess there, he's but... catering to their lifestyles, but I do feel
1: like he's only doing like I mean, it's like if if it was equivalent to what he's doing to what everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. like the grooming guy would only cut their hair and not address their facial hair, or like the home furnishings guy would only update like half of their bedroom. Yeah, like I feel like he's not doing as much work as everybody else is because, like, you know, I mean, in
0: entire... oh yeah, the one who's doing the the makeovers for the house is like. On, like, triple overtime. There's clearly a team (laughs) that's doing these things. Like, he's
1: just a face for it. But, like, yeah. Those are massive sweeping overhauls to their living space. Like, including outdoor areas. Like, they redo the, like, the patios and stuff. Like, they're doing so much shit. And, like, yeah, meanwhile, like. Here's how you make guacamole. Yeah.
0: Here's how you paste your beard. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay. This is called Beard Lube. And, like, Here we go. And I do feel like, um, but, and I feel like, uh, the culture
1: guy, um, he still should he's more of a therapist, really. He's giving people confidence,
0: which yeah. is great. I think that's, that's which, awesome. The third episode you should see because. Does he actually do something culturally relevant? Um, yes, because. There's kind of a conflict of race. Oh. And like cops versus like um, black people and like the whole dynamic. So it's interesting. Interesting. That's yeah. Cool. The South and yeah. So. Like
1: Todd watched a handful more episodes, I think, because like the next one that. It says for us to watch is the Firehouse episode, which I think is, like, episode seven or something.
0: Mm. Um, You should see the third one, and and the next one's the gay guy who they remake or do a makeover for, and apparently... They do
1: Queer Eye for the queer guy?
0: Well, that's why it's just called Queer Eye. It's not called Queer Eye for the straight guy.
1: Uh, Oh, I didn't know that. So, they actually... um, So, they do a... uh, They makeover a gay guy, yeah.
0: And apparently... I'm going to give it away because I don't care uh, because I haven't even seen it. But apparently, he comes out to his mom in this episode. Oh, so a lot of
1: people were talking about like a coming out with a big tearjerker. And I actually thought that a straight guy was like, Well, I'm not actually straight.
0: Oh, see, that makes sense. I thought it was
1: going to be like, you know, somebody who was not admitting it to themselves until they witnessed five gay men who are totally confident in who they are and instilled the confidence in him to be who he really is is what that's i thought a it would lot
0: be hap- yeah and for it's, a it's couple a days <laughs> yeah and a half hour show and their whole thing happens in a couple of days i'm like wow that's a lot of realization <laughs> yeah but yeah so, okay not practical so the show yeah i would say i'd give it a b I minus mean,
1: it's very sweet it's hearts in the right place i don't like watching it but i do think that it's not hurting anybody
0: it's something i had on and while well, i was doing other things and i was like okay this is something I could like pay attention to and not have to pay attention to it well and
1: it feels very television-y to me it doesn't feel like these are who these people are it feels like they are performing for the cameras Well, I I think that's clear to a lot of people
0: apparently the grooming guy what's his name Jonathan Van Ness he's in Game of of Thrones Thrones. yeah
1: he's like the guy who created Game of Thrones
0: and I didn't even know what it was and I still don't I've never seen it but it's so funny I thought it was just like kind of like how Chris Hardwick does his like The Talking Dead I thought it was like that but it's like a sketch Show. It's on
1: funny or die. It's like seven minutes and it's him giving a synopsis of the episode where like uh just where he and he's he's doing a different person's hair and he and them are talking about the last episode of Game of Thrones for like yeah, five to seven minutes and it's full of jokes and he calls everybody different things like um he refers to Daenerys as Christina like as in Christina Aguilera uh and then he always refers to um like he refers to Cersei now she has her short hair as baby Mia Farrow um and like uh like he just he calls it like there was that one guy I've forgotten his name um but she calls him like pushed in share face or something like that like he he has like really funny names for everybody, and um and then yeah, so it's it's a goofy it's a goofy show.
0: I might have to see one episode. I don't know if I could handle all of it.
1: Like space them out. You got lots of time before the new season. Um, but like season like four, I think, is when he started doing Game of Thrones, and it's really funny. Hmm. So.
0: You didn't mention that, in the, or did you? In the last, I don't episode? think I mentioned it because that seems something nerdy. Well, it. I'm just been saying.
1: Said. Hey, I have to save shit for future episodes.
0: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Because <laughs> if it, we... only I'd planned that far ahead, I didn't. How dare you, Rob? Um. So how was? The Dice Awards. The Dice Awards were
1: fun and scary. Yeah. Live VO is kind of terrifying, but you love it. You're doing it right now. It was really fun. Well, yeah, but like we talked about this. There, there, we've talked about it. There are less stakes right now. Like yeah. I could, I could completely mumble and start sentences a thousand times, like I tend to do, and it's.
0: okay. I still want to have edited it. Yeah, I know. And we have probably just as many listeners as there was in that room. Yes so there you go <laughs> um but yeah
1: it's you know they they don't they don't re-record they don't edit anything so um it's a little scary uh it's and one thing i, I learned pretty quickly during the show i kept thinking i could make it happen during rehearsal um the whole time during the, the show i'm wearing a headset uh-huh. that is um only on one ear and the director of the entire event is talking
0: whispering in your other ear
1: oh he's not whispering he's talking at full volume in my other ear and um i could turn it down i had a volume control but um i needed very clearly to hear when he said announcer rob go Mm -hmm. he was called me announcer rob because his name is actually rob also and so um we had to start making distinguishing like distinguishing like announcer rob and like rob Rob. squared yeah pretty much yeah. and so um and the problem was like whenever an exception speech was done he'd be like cue music or you know uh, I think he would say like prepare music or music be ready standby music that was it standby music stand by announcer and that was my cue like turn on my microphone and then he'd be like all right cue music and go announcer and then I would start talking and as soon as I started talking he would start cueing lights oh so you'll be packages. hearing that in your ear it's the whole time and it's funny because he he has he's He's only one man with one voice, and he's controlling like lighting, video feeds, things. everybody. Um, you know, cue presenter, like go, like doing all these. And things And you're trying not
0: to pay attention to him.
1: Yeah, and which so I'm ignoring a very, very prominent voice in my head. Yeah, while trying to read something, and um, I was kind of convinced the first thing I read was just words. Like, <laughs> I don't think I made a sentence of them. I think I just said the words. I did review the, the tape, and I was like, okay, good. At least it sounds it sounds like I knew what I was doing. Um, and. Uh, but, yeah, it was really fun. And then I realized, though, very quickly, because especially he's he's queuing so many things so quickly, it sounds like he's barking, like, to stop you. He's like, dip, 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 dip. it sounds like he's trying to cut you off. And i realized uh, very because it made me want to stop every yeah. time and Ooh. so i realized very quickly and i only had you know two hands so i would turn on my mic and then i would i had my script in my left hand uh, under a lamp and then as soon as i wait and as soon as he said you know cue announcer i would start talking and just remove my headset and so good I said, idea because that at least you know what if you wanted me to stop too late now i've already started might yeah. as well just keep it going because i'm live and in it's the-
0: not that long of a Yeah. Because I'm
1: live in this room. I can't just stop mid-sentence. It would get weird. Yeah. And so um, that was the thing where I had to adjust pretty quickly I think I did that like I think I had two lines where I was thinking like oh I can get through this and I realized it's gonna I'm gonna sound like a weird robot or just start
0: misspeaking yeah repeating what he's saying something totally Mm -hmm. oh my god please welcome (laughs) Q music oh no (laughs)
1: and so uh yeah I immediately started taking off my headset um which was it was still um yeah it was really it was a cool experience I'm I love the Dice Awards and I love getting to be part of it and so um got to meet some cool peeps got a selfie with Jessica Chobot yeah Um, got that yeah (laughs) it was was nice Um, because yeah she texted to you as soon as it was done (laughs) Um, yeah it was it was a cool experience I'm glad I got to do it and um, anyone that missed the DICE awards obviously all the uh, results are out there now on the interwebs and we'll talk about them later in this episode But um, also, uh, there is a full stream of it uh, that has been archived, and it's on IGN's YouTube page.
0: Nice. If you want to see, it it. was really difficult to find the show because it says it's it was available on Mm IGN.com or or their app, which it was not. You could not find it anywhere on their app. So I it was already starting. I was like, and I had already been searching for at least twenty minutes. I'm like. How the fuck? And so I was like, okay, I'll go to Twitch and then the IGN. And then I was like, oh, fuck, there it is. But, yeah, just what they had listed was so confusing for me, at least, because I was like, well, what is, what, huh? And how come I can't find anything? It was so. funny,
1: because I know, like, uh, Jessica Chobot, during the script even, she made a, a joke saying, like, you know, to, uh, um, to thank, you know, IGN. She was like, I want to give a shout out to IGN, because they are streaming it on every platform known to man. Mm-hmm.
0: And... Like, yeah, nobody can find it. <laughs> well, like
1: there there was a lot of it was like I mean it was only on IGN channels. Yeah. But like yeah, hey, I posted a link. Um, they did
0: not though, however, they did not, um, IGN advertise it at all on anything. Mm. 12, so I 15. was like, where am I supposed to go? Did you see this list? I did see the list. Yeah, because like
1: I posted a, a link and it says like desktop computer, phone or tablet, Twitter, their Twitch channel, IGN1 Twitch channel, IGN's YouTube page, uh, IGN's iOS app, Android app, PlayStation 4 app, Xbox One app, Roku, Android TV app, Amazon Fire TV app, Facebook channel, and Apple TV. It yeah. was like, holy shit. It was on a bunch of things. Which all it was IGN, not
0: on their app, by the way. I'm just That's saying. cray. The cray. And they had nothing about it on it, except they had a little picture that popped up sometimes, but you couldn't click it. Mm. I don't know. It's really annoying, but I figured it out.
1: I feel like live streams are always so hard, especially when it's like an award show and not like a, a game stream, just for even for Twitch to... Yeah get it done so um it worked out yeah so. it was it was i was really yeah was
0: and just, you did very well
1: thank you yes i was
0: i was worried now we can see why you're the fan favorite when people listen to the podcast no at all, you have
1: the voice all of our comments are about you it's
0: because i know most of those people
1: <laughs> probably well, don't don't i probably know that i
0: probably dated point. But <laughs> <time. laughs> well, the comments are nice oh yeah <laughs> no, i didn't think them. <laughs> Well, actually, one of the, this is funny, if you look at the comments, um, one of the people that did make a comment, I did go on a date with, and then I, I told him, I said, you know what, I'm not interested, but I had fun, but I'm not interested, and he had already rated us five stars on our thing, so, but if you go back to his comment, the comment, you can't erase it, but it's one star now. <laughs> oh. Oh, no I was like wow so he said
1: nice things but one star uh-huh
0: I was like that's pretty wow. funny <laughs>
1: cold-blooded it's
0: cold-blooded but I don't think it affected our score at all so who Cause, cares? like I'm
1: looking now I'm like what
0: yeah go see if it's still like that
1: oh it's funny yeah we're, we're still rated 5.0 out of five yet there uh, if you look at the little like do you see the one thing, star like, yeah there's like a, the the bars fully I... filled on the five stars and there's like one little bat thing
0: douche <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny that's
1: pretty amazing mm-hmm. um yeah i kind of want to see what the one star actual like review is now just because it's really funny that um, i think
0: it was about me being yeah. amazing as usual well, yeah, makes sense. <laughs>
1: um it's where it's not showing up here but yeah it's like, the last one i think anyway that's pretty funny yeah
0: so i'm glad you had a good time and you got to go to the after party, which I'm sure was fun. Yeah, I got
1: to and I got to, you know, talk to I got to see a lot of developers that um I've interviewed a
0: lot of times for the last couple of years. Do they, any of them recognize you or?
1: Um they usually do or they 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 don't know some of them don't know my name, but like they okay. know Okay. They know I'm familiar yeah. cuz especially anyone who's on the academy board of directors, um they've interviewed I've interviewed them so many times cuz they tend to be speakers at the summit or they're on the red carpet, or you know, just I've talked to them at the after party before. Yeah, and so there's a lot of them that like probably couldn't write my name without you know being reminded what it is. But they know my face, they know my voice, they know me. Yeah. Um, and then um, although I do think I had to reintroduce myself to a handful of people because of the lack of glasses, because mm. they're used to me looking very different, and they haven't a lot of them haven't seen me for like two years now. Yeah, so last
0: year didn't happen. Yep. Yeah, huh, so it was cool. Good.
1: That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations.
0: Thanks. uh,
1: We could do more stuff like that. That was really, it's fun. Scary, but fun.
0: But yeah, that's what you live for.
1: It's exhilarating. Like, it it was funny. I, I wish there was a camera on me. Because uh, I think whenever I finished doing a line, I would like back away from the mic, flip the switch on the mic to turn it off, and then I would do like a like a jumping thing and like sort uh-huh. of just like shake calm the nerves. Yeah, I would like I would jump up and down and like kind of shake everything out just because I was like nervous from speaking. But then also I need to keep the energy up because the last thing I want to be is like, please welcome so
0: and so to the stage. Yeah, you don't strike me as somebody who'd be nervous though.
1: Well, you you just gotta channel the the nervous energy, I guess. What, yeah. What was it like uh you know uh. Friend of mine when i was um changing jobs i kept saying i was super nervous about it and he had to remind me like he's like well what, do, what are you feeling right now like my heart's racing and i, I feel you excited crazy. yeah And he was like you're excited yeah and he's like "That's exactly the same physical reaction just
0: think of it differently yeah reframe it and so yeah, yeah take that nervousness turn it into excitement and kind of go with it yeah so yeah. yeah when people say i'm i'm scared and excited i'm like well that's the same damn thing. Which one are you feeling? Yeah. So um, just take that excitement and, or take that fear and make, yeah. it, make it exciting. Exactly. Oh well, good. So, what are you playing?
1: Well, um, <laughs> I uh, I was loaned Dissidia Final Fantasy*. Oh, you're welcome. By you and uh, <laughs> I brought it back tonight. Uh-huh. Because um, how was
0: my review? Was it on
1: point? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna say thank you, but no, thank you. Um, there's something weird. I feel like the version I played on the PSP had like a different fighting system or something
0: because it worked better. Somebody showed me the PSP one the other day, where it's like a, a turn-based no. tactics.
1: No, that's a different one, even. Uh, oh. Because like, there this... there's a Dissidia that is like a fighting, like a equally kind of rapid-fire okay. action game.
0: I saw the one that came out at the same time that this new one came out. Oh, and okay. And it, it looks like you line up like you would in a Final Fantasy match. Oh. So. Got it. And you could choose, like, your, your team. You, there's Squall. There's all the characters. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so. Oh, I'm curious about that one. Because, yeah, I... I, the, also called Dissidia Dissidia
1: something Dissidia Final Fantasy NT whatever yeah. like but I mean yeah I played this is the one I mean this must have been like seven years ago so I think it was for the, uh, like the PSP not gotcha, even for the gotcha. Vita and um yeah and I remember having like reasonable time with the demo I wasn't gonna go out and buy it but I was like oh this is neat and this one I played and yeah
0: it's I, very chaotic yeah to say the least you don't know what's coming at you from what angle well and I did I, I played through the tutorial Yeah, I did too, which sucked.
1: Yeah, and I have no idea, like, how I won, I guess, but, like...
0: Good job, Kubo.
1: Oh, (laughs) I never need to hear, like, the Kubo from the Moogle ever again. Like, ever again. Uh, I'd rather they not talk. Um, And so, yeah, it was just like, yeah, well done, Kubo. It's like really this is terrible um and so yeah i don't know that game it did not speak to me um more power to you if that game makes sense to you it did not make sense to me yeah
0: it's like just a really cuckoo game of chess you're playing and you have no idea what's going on it was
1: completely nuts yeah um so uh i've actually put more time uh than i did into dissidia into night in the woods which i just started playing oh okay yeah um that's yeah. cute yeah 2d indie it was up for a few awards It was. It was, I think, for, like, Story and um, the Sprite Award. And um, it's cute. It's actually, it's, like, it has some great dialogue. Um, You play a 20-year-old... Raccoon? Cat. Cat. Named uh, May. And um, she's just left college. Hmm. Like, she's just quit college and came back home. And um, her best friend is gay. And he has a boyfriend named Angus. And what is he? He is a... Rabbit might be a deer that's cute um i can't totally tell what greg is actually and then angus i think is a bear or a beaver nice (laughs) on on Um, both accounts yeah so uh anyway yeah (laughs) night in the woods it's it's very cute so far i'm having a good time with it um and uh, I played that for a couple hours before I came here, and I looked up on how long to beat that game is. Apparently, it's like eight and a half hours. Oh, it's
0: pretty long. <laughs> yeah, though. it's
1: way longer than I thought it would be. Because often, you know, indie titles, especially, I mean, yeah.
0: you, you five to six. Yeah,
1: or like two. Like oh. sometimes they can be really short, but like uh, apparently, uh, it's. Like, The average playthrough is like eight and a half hours, and completionist, they say it's like 20. So, um, yeah, so that's a thing. It's a real game. Um, And then also, uh, while flying out to Vegas for dice, um, I brought my Switch, so I was playing a little bit of Bayonetta 2. I also started playing Owlboy, which is a um, really, really, really beautiful um, 2D side-scrolling action and exploration game. Hmm. And uh, I was getting a lot of props when it was only on PC, and I was waiting for it to come to Switch. I think it's coming to the PS4 and Xbox One as well. I could be wrong. Okay. But um, I wanted to get on the Switch. So I played a little bit of that, which was pretty cool. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it not on a plane. Yeah. Because um, like, I was actually getting a little queasy, which I typically don't get airsick. Um, I think it was just possibly... I was wearing a hoodie, and I have been too hot. Yeah. Or something. Was I was stuffy. Yeah, I felt a little shitty by the time we landed. So I was like, eh, maybe it's not the best time to play games.
0: It's only 45 minutes. Not oh, yeah, even. It's such a short flight. Yeah. yeah. Is it even 45 minutes? Uh, it was
1: like 56, two, and like an hour and five back. Because huh. I guess we worked, didn't have tailwinds or something like that. But either way, it's, and it was such a rocky um, ascent and descent that like both times the full plane did not get beverage service. Oh. Like maybe half the plane did.
0: They, yeah, they should apologize. Uh,
1: they offered peanuts, yeah. I actually got beverage beverage service both times because oh, nice. I was sitting towards the back because um, the nice thing is when you fly out of Burbank, they do the stairs. You don't have a jetway. You have stairs. Yeah. And so you can enter from the back. And so, like, that was my quickest way to make sure I got an aisle seat on the way out. And on the way back, I just went straight to the back of the plane because those seats were open. And I was probably like i don't know twelfth off the plane because huh. you can make your escape real fast gotcha so i I, no. I love flying out of burbank so much
0: yeah i was so confused when i flew out the first time i was like where's the rest of the airport it's so cute it's such a good airport but yeah it's like a it, one building yeah like lax like one is the room. fucking worst and burbank yeah. is amazing
1: um and then also, I played a little bit of Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Curse, uh, for the Switch, which is a game that uh, Travis talked about last time
0: he was on the podcast. I do not remember that
1: at all. Well, it's a classic old, like I think Famicom title, um, and it's nice because it's it's been redone with really great animations and stuff. But like, you can still do the thing where like if you click in the right thumbstick, it gives you the retro soundtrack, and if you hit like the right trigger, it gives you retro visuals. So you can play it with, like, fancy new visuals with, like, old music or old visuals with new music or... All old, all new. Like you have your choice. Cool. Um, yeah, and it seems it seems like a cute game. I'm, I'm actually enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I have one backward compatibility update on Xbox One. Oh wait, yeah, I saw that. Uh huh. Vanquish is backward compatible on Xbox One. Which if you had not
0: played Vanquish,
1: it is one of the best action games for the 360.
0: Oh, actually, also, that's not what I was thinking.
1: Also PS3 because I played I played Vanquish on the PS3. Oh,
0: it's, apparently. I'm oh, sorry. No,
1: it's it's from Platinum Games, the people who made Bayonetta, and it you like are like a shiny. Rocket boot murdery guy. It's really great. Like the game is good. The plot makes zero sense, but it's just really great action. So if you want a good action title on your Xbox One, buy the 360 version of Vanquish from the marketplace and play it. It's real good. Nice. What'd you gonna say?
0: Oh, I was just gonna say that Turok one and two is coming to the Xbox. Which I don't even think those are backward compatible. I think they're just getting reissued. Yeah, they're reissued. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: so I never had a I never really played the Turok games very much.
0: They're scary.
1: Yeah, the well and like on the N sixty four, especially like the limitations of the system, made it very scary because they were very dark. And the next thing you know, yeah. there's a dinosaur in your face. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious how it'll be now that we have increased draw distance and just better lighting. And you know, I think it'll be cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. So how about you? Have you playing anything? Um, I didn't. Pl- I know I haven't really played too much. I played more Battlefront two, which I am really bad at multiplayer or that? Mm, um oh I never finished the second campaign. Yeah, multiplayer because um. It was cute because Steven was playing in his room, I was playing out here, Keith is playing in New York, or Jersey, and then my our friend Ed Jericho was playing in um, Florida, so we were all playing, and I was just really bad at it, as usual, <laughs> but, which we didn't talk about last time, there were some huge updates to the game that kind of made it more of a fairer challenge. Really? Yeah, and it's a very long list, so I'm not going to go through it, but they, um... Downgraded a lot of characters or heroes that were super powerful like Rey and Emperor Palpatine and some of them and then they upgraded a lot of weapons they added a homing missile which is nice because I like that from the first one and they added a limited time jetpack cargo challenge which is fun um, Stephen played it, and he was like, oh yeah, you should try it out. It's, it's a little more interesting. It's basically um, you're on... Oh, what fucking planet is it? It's Skywalker's planet. Tatooine, Tatooine, yeah. and um, So you're there, and basically everybody has a jetpack, and they reload really fast, so you can use it multiple times. It's a cargo challenge, so you're trying to play Capture the Flag, and um, you you all get a rocket launcher, so it's just people flying around (laughs) shooting rocket launchers at each other. That's fun. And it's not a huge, like, supremacy battle where there's, like, 80 people on it. It's, like, I think up to eight players on either side, so it's a smaller kind of situation so it was nice, nice. it's all different yeah a different dynamic so i enjoyed that update but again it's limited time so who knows when they're going to take that out and then i just saw a little bit of the decidia for the phone and yeah and that's yeah that's all I've been playing well is it time for us to learn you can learn I'll I'll just wait here. Well,
1: you you've already learned. Yeah. Right, because you wrote it down. Like you've already you've already learned. Something yeah, I already know it's so time to so share, share the wealth on. of okay. knowledge.
0: Okay. It's time for the word of the week. I don't know what that one was. So it was a saucy little <laughs> southern <laughs> the thing. word of the week. Yeah. <laughs> is um, thuless. Thuless. Yeah. Can you spell that for me? T h e w l e s s and I wrote it down phonetically also. It's funny because that's <laughs> like
1: nearly, it's the last name of the guy who plays Professor Lupin from Harry Potter, David Dulles. Um, oh.
0: Thulis. Adjective.
1: Uh, it would be one who is, or no, it's an, I'm going in a noun. Uh, lacking Thu. <laughs> I don't know what Thu yeah. is. <laughs> what? But I don't know what Thu is. What is Thu to you? Thu. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like someone saying something with a lisp. Uh... <laughs> how are thu <laughs> lacking <laughs> someone who would be lacking thu would be without regard for personal space i don't know what is, is
0: it decent lacking in mental or moral vigor oh weak spiritless or timid oh got it Thu-less.
1: Thu-less. Yeah. so not bold not bold at all interesting not the
0: heroes that we've come to love no Crazy. More of like like golem, Smeagol, <laughs> timid and weak, a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't like golem.
1: So um, I guess it's time for the vinyl frontier now. It's
0: time for the vinyl frontier. So
1: oh, uh. <laughs> so uh, before Todd and I went and saw Annihilation, we or rather after we saw annihilation we wandered over to amoeba like we do like we do and um i went through their video game soundtrack section and they, there's been a, a record in there that i have been eyeing for months and i just haven't bought it
0: and which is cuckoo for you i know and i don't You've know why probably I like been staying up at night thinking about it well
1: and the, the thing that made <laughs> me finally like cave and do it is that i've never seen the soundtrack anywhere else hmm. like no one talks about it it's not mentioned on like Discogs, which is where I track my collection, Um, and so I finally bought it. Uh, it is the soundtrack to drive club or as i've been calling it drive club uh, drive club which is the um playstation exclusive racing game it's an official like playstation soundtrack uh the original score is done by the electronic band hybrid which like i'm actually a fan of theirs anyway so i don't know why i didn't buy this before because i actually like that band Huh. so anyway i bought the soundtrack to drive club i have not listened to it yet but i have it so that's nice fun.
0: congratulations
1: thank you um and then uh also this weekend. I ordered this. It has not arrived yet. I ordered the soundtrack to Afterburner 2 from Data Discs.
0: Oh, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah. And also, um, I ordered a second copy of Metal Slug from them because, or it might be Metal Slug 3, I think. The I want other Metal selling. Slug games. is um, so good. Because unfortunately, Metal Slug was shipped to me by them uh, and I wasn't able to update my address when my company. Oh, moved. that's right. So it's somewhere in the mail system and I think it's probably going to get back to them in the next like month or two and they'll just refund me. Because I've been emailing with them about it and they were like, Well, if you want to just, you know, order, order another copy one. and we can s- toss it into an existing order. So I ordered it with my copy of Afterburner 2. Cool. Yeah. So that is that. Um, yeah. And that's, that's the fun frontier right now. Nothing super eventful. Um, hopefully, I'll get better about doing more Instagram stories again because I've been. Pretty bad i've been listening to records at work i've been busy
0: well since we're talking about music i don't know if i mentioned this before because it's kind of like a hot topic that people don't want to touch but uh oh i to get
1: controversial in here no
0: i yes actually i kind of really enjoy taylor swift's new album like except that i don't like the single look what you made me do look what you made me oh uh, what
1: yeah what's her new album called? uh reputation I was yeah i think what it was
0: called yeah, uh, and I think the theme of the album is kind of dumb, but there's some really good songs in there. Yeah. They're, it's peppered.
1: That she she writes a hell of a pop tune. I just yeah. don't like her persona as the perpetual victim.
0: Yeah, I think, though, that now we know that's not the
1: case. Yeah.
0: We can move on past that. Because,
1: yeah, she strikes me as a total mean girl who just is real good at looking like she she's the victim. victim all the time. She hey. is. She is Regina George, like... Putting her own picture she in the has burn book, a burn book, and she put burn... her own picture in it, yeah, so yeah. no one
0: will think it's her. Totally, yeah. That's such a good analogy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she is Regina George. So that could be very true. Yeah. Either way, she writes a mean song. She does. So.
1: No, she's very talented. I just don't yeah. like her her character that she is.
0: Yeah, I think she would. You know why, Although I think because of her previous albums and her starting so young and what she always wrote about, I think her being the good girl was never her to begin with it was just what she was labeled as yeah i mean she was so family friendly and so young yeah so so yeah. maybe it wasn't even her it was just what people kind of yeah labeled her so anyway new album i think is pretty good some of the songs are like well not really that great but other ones really have a good kind of like pep to them so well and it, yeah, i do feel bad a little bit for her and i feel like
1: some of the shit that she that she you know that happens to her she brought on herself like she's like I mean when she bought the house next to the guy that she'd started dating for like two weeks like there's some weird shit there that like that you made me do yeah there's some stuff (laughs) that like you shouldn't be doing like and continuing to feud with people is just a waste of time but I can understand also that she actually is a little bit of a target and that she started winning all these Grammys and she had this like meteoric rise to fame. So of course she's going to be targeted, even if she is America's sweetheart, she's going to be targeted just because she is the the thing to knock down off that pedestal now. Like yeah. everyone has a goal to like beat her. Yeah. So
0: Totally. Anywho. Totally. So anyhow, that's my addition. Nice. Yeah. So should I be pulling over or anything? You uh, should, I... should just stop right there, Rob, because you just got yourself stuck in a thick jam. Whoa, wait, wait. <laughs> was that a car going off a cliff?
1: <laughs> God, that was good. So, so what? Uh, what are we jamming on today?
0: Um, saga. Saga. Yes, it has been put in my pretty little hands by my brother, and he's I've... a
1: big fan of that one.
0: He's a big fan. Well, I think he might have been the one who loaned me the first trade of that.
1: Oh, really? Maybe. I cause Someone loaned me the first trade paper of it, and I read that, and then I bought the hardcover that you are holding right now.
0: Yeah. So I finally picked it up, and I'm really loving it. It's a really good space odyssey. And um, I I wrote it down. What I kind of like compared it to is like, have you ever seen the movie Space Hunter? No. Do you know what I'm talking about with Molly Ringwald? No. It's an 80s... Oh, my God. You have to see Space Hunter. The, so far, I'm way intrigued. Yeah. Anyway, it's about this guy who's on the planet, and it's kind of Mad max but it's in space. That's a really good way to put that movie. It's Mad Max in space. <laughs> so, um, anyhow, Molly Ringwald's in it, and she's this little brat, and... <laughs> It's, like, that meets The Fugitive. Like, the story is kind of, like, it's in the viewpoint of the kid who you see on the cover, the baby. And in the story, the baby has just been born, and the baby's name is Hazel. And you get the whole story from the viewpoint of the baby so far. I don't know. I'm only seven books in, and this is a very big book. And it's only book one of two so far, according to you. Yeah, of the hardcover collections, there are two of them Yeah, so far. So it's really kind of fun, just like a reimagining of a thrilling chase of two fugitives who escaped war to raise a family because they didn't want to be a part of the war of their two like one person's the Romeo and the other one's the Juliet one's the Capulet one is the Montague thank you I was like what the fuck was it Montague and they're just saying you know we don't need any part of this so we're going to go off on our own journey and unfortunately they're being chased by their own people to kind of be yeah to pay the piper they got to pay the the piper because they they abandoned their post so anyhow there's cool space alien bounty hunters they're
1: literally star-crossed lovers because they're in space oh my god
0: they're so star-crossed <laughs> if you're gonna
1: go into shakespeare here they're like, so like...
0: star-crossed that they haven't killed themselves themselves yet which is nice um <laughs> and bounty hunters there's sex planets Yes, there are. Yes, there are. and Because just... I've read as much as
1: you have at this point. I think you might be like three pages ahead of yeah,
0: me. Yeah, because I, I turn the next page to the, the one you haven't read yet. and um... Which I'm
1: glad you were at least as far as I was, because I totally just would have said a spoiler to you otherwise. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. Before we recorded, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to the part where blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And and like you gave me a little bit of a blank stare for a minute, and I was very concerned. But luckily, it was like three pages.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, and cool, like a little family... Ties in there that are somehow going to unfold as I keep reading, and I'm enjoying it. It's very good, and it's drawn very well. And there's There's, a boob on the cover. Like a quarter of the cover is a giant breast, a teat, which is kind of mimicking the worlds and the solar system. It's all like yeah, circular, spherical worlds.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're nearly aligned. It's nearly a syzygy oh. of, of things. <gasps> a syzygy. syzygy. A It would be a fun scrabble word if there were enough Ys in the game, which there are not. It's S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y, and it's when three or more heavenly bodies are aligned in a row.
0: Can I just talk about this one character that I love? She's a bounty hunter, and her name is Stock. And she's basically a spider woman, and she's kind of really fucking cool. So <laughs> if anything, read the one of the first books for Stock, because she's pretty dope. Yeah,
1: and I think Stock is actually in the first trade paper if people don't want to do the hardcovers and they want to do a smaller oh, yeah. entry into it, because um, I think the hardcover is the first three or four trade papers in one. Okay, and, yeah. Um, but like, she is in the first trade because that's what
0: I read. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Saga. Oh my God, I didn't even say who it's by. It's oh. so freaking rude Was it Brian, it's K. Brian K. Vaughn? Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples.
1: Fiona Staples. I can never remember her.
0: name. Yeah, and it's um, an image title, so. Nice. Yeah, there you go.
1: Well, and uh, just as a hint, or a hint but a tease for next week, uh, I may have a collision with you next week in the graphic jam
0: really good
1: possibly i went to a graphic oh like comic store today which is my favorite comic store in la um was really close to my old office and like old office in years ago
0: in core city
1: yeah and um they're actually great because they, they all of their trade papers are always on sale mm-hmm. so like anything from i think uh marvel which that includes vertigo or no vertigo's dc i think well whatever I, I but like don't know. they li- literally list like you know marvel dc Vertigo, and so-and-so are, like, always 40% off. Oh, that's like, dope. you know, Image and Titan are always 30% off. Like, they, they have, like, a standing thing where all books are – I think almost all books are always discounted. And then if you do a pull box there, any um, single issues that you get, I think, are, like, 10% off. Mm-hmm. And so I had a pull – box there um to get all the new bob's burgers and uh which that series ended anyway and to get uh dark souls comics which those mm-hmm. all ended um and the only thing that was still in my pull box i think was poe dameron which i have not even read i was just collecting them at this point and i kind of meant to stop that mm-hmm. um and it's been months since i've gone to the shop because i it's so far away now and i always remember it like seven o'clock on a sunday and of course they close at six yeah and um and so i called today and i was gonna go get my stuff just because I felt bad that they were holding on to all the stock for me um, because... I think a lot Stock. of stuff's not returnable yes spider, they're holding on <laughs> spider ladies for me yes and so um, I called and they were like oh yeah actually we we disabled your your pull box we <gasps> we should have emailed you and I was like I never got an email and they're like oh sorry we must have been busy yeah your pull box has been like discontinued and we sent everything back and I was like oh okay and it's like luckily it's nothing I really needed I don't think I think there's not one issue in there that I wanted sex for them I know I feel terrible and I, I was honestly I literally said to them I was like I was driving to you right now to buy everything in my box which was probably going to be like 80 bucks and then i was like and i was going to then tell you to stop it just i was gonna buy everything and then make it so you didn't have to hold stuff for me anymore and they're like oh well don't worry about it no hard feelings like because you were with them for quite a while yeah i was there for a while um and then I and they morning, didn't even give you like a
0: courtesy call or anything if they sent me an email it might have gone to my spam or something but how long were you with them
1: uh, i was with them for a while i mean i didn't have a robust pull box it was like maybe three things at most okay. uh, per month but um but I still wanna go there and get my trades because I like getting trades from them and I like giving them I like giving them my business. It's yeah. a good store. Uh but instead I went to uh Meltdown, which is much, 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 much closer. Yeah. Um I typically don't love that shop that much
0: um oh, well it's more of like a collectible shop at this point when
1: they don't keep their trades well stocked at all like they the, their single issues that are current they they're really great about but um yeah all their 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 actual like trade books yeah they don't have many even like fables they have the, like, two of the hardcovers yeah and like they're just the most recent two. so you can't even get volume one. You can't start by going to meltdown, mm-hmm. and so um, that was a bummer. But yeah, anyway, so I bought, I went to meltdown, and I spent like four dollars and fifty cents. Hey, I a, Rob, I a single issue making of, Money Moves. About <laughs> <laughs> a single issue of one thing. So, um, hopefully I'll read that and we can talk about it in subsequent episodes. Yeah.
0: So. Great. Yeah. I can't wait. So, you know which ones I'm, I want to get into I haven't yet yeah, is Red Sonja. I'm not familiar. Because I love Red Sonja. She's like the um, female Conan. Oh, okay. And there was a movie in the 80s called Red Sonia, and Arnold Schwarzenegger um, uh, did a little cameo in it. Really? Yeah. Neat. So it was really good. Yeah, so, um, right. Nice. Yeah, so I want to get into that eventually. So now are we on to some news? Yeah, let's get to news. I've
1: got like. Wait, uh, you got to do your
0: news thing. Oh. Deet, 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 deet. There you go.
1: Yeah, the news feed. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I have like eight little bits of news. Holy shit. So two should i burn through some real fast so we can yeah your let me let me is, is actually, your, I actually have one is your news good or
0: bad i have one really bad one
1: okay then we need to put that somewhere where let's we'll end on a positive note we'll make i'll make that one last i am just making notes here so i don't like we don't end on a bummer yeah all right so uh i'll do a couple and then we'll do yours and then we'll keep going go for it so um real quick soma for the PlayStation 4, Mm -hmm. now has the patch that includes safe mode. So the game is apparently still creepy, but you can't be killed by the monsters anymore. So I'm actually Mm -hmm. looking forward to playing Soma, because I hear that, like, the monster element where you could die if you weren't stealthy enough was one of the biggest sort of bummers about that game because apparently like its vibe and everything is really great and it's really creepy but like the your ability to hide and be stealthy and it'd be a mandatory was a little bit of a bummer for a lot of people hmm. so i'm looking forward i never to played soma that. Soma's from the people that made um i just
0: know somebody named soma who's oh. a twitch person well i'm excited about playing soma huh the game yeah not the person no
1: um and then uh also fully like officially confirmed Burnout Paradise is getting a remaster on new platforms. Burnout
0: Paradise,
1: March sixteenth for forty bucks. Is that fair? Uh, depends on what they've done with it, but um, it's a great game. So my bet is yes. Okay. Um, there is a ten-minute short film out there based on the game Papers, Please. Which did you ever play Papers, Please? No. Oh my god. It's it's really cool. Um, I haven't heard of it. It's it's a it's a strange game from um. Oh God, who's Chip Pope? No, that's not right. That's a comic. I don't know. I can't remember his name I can name. see the
0: hamsters are spinning
1: real fast. In there. I can't think of the guy <laughs> who made Papers Please. Um, but it's a game where you are a uh customs or customs or like a border agent for a fictional uh yeah. Eastern European company or okay. Eastern European country called uh Aristovsky, I believe. Um and so
0: you're the patrol? Or the no, you're,
1: you're sitting in a booth. Okay. And, like, so it's it's from Lucas Pope. Look at me. Yeah. Um, so you're sitting in a booth, and people walk up to you, and you say, papers, please. And then they pass through the slot, like, their passport, their... Um, uh like their entry visa and all these things and you have to compare like it's like a job you have to see if they're
0: phony or not or if they're trying to sneak through or
1: exactly so you have to compare all make sure all the information matches up with everything and then you either give them an approval or a or a A denial yeah denial stamp and then send them on their way either into the country or not and um do you
0: remember that scene in coco I have not seen Kofu yet. I
1: know you should see it. Well, I'm really excited. It comes out on, <laughs> on on Blu-ray in like I think a week or two. So good.
0: Okay, continue. Um.
1: Anyway, so yeah, Papers Please is a very cool game. Um. And uh, it has a 10-minute short film that is apparently quite good. Say. So, all right, let's do your bummer news.
0: Okay. So apparently, a father was accused of killing his baby after losing a video game.
1: Jesus that is a bummer and which game?
0: Um oh, Call of Duty as usual. <laughs> wow. Um according to the criminal complaint 18 year old Zion Isaiah um admitted to abusing his 5 month old daughter Rosalie. <sighs> And he was so angry that he shook her to a cardiac arrest. Oh my god! And she was rushed to the hospital and died two days later.
1: Well, I hate that news.
0: I know. People need to get over the anger. Seriously, you can that's... throw your controllers, but you can't throw your kids.
1: And don't throw a controller at a kid.
0: Yeah, don't do that either. That's sad.
1: Um. Wow, that's that's a that's a bummer yeah that's my news all right thank you for that (laughs) i actually have some more call of duty news okay um the game directors of call of duty world war ii uh from sledgehammer games uh glenn schofield and another guy whose name i don't know off the top of my head without pulling up the article which i'm not going to do because i gotta keep this thing moving Uh, okay they're actually leaving sledgehammer studios and they are taking on new roles uh i believe yeah, at activision like new types of roles in the, the probably more of a grander business sense not so much like in the trenches making a game anymore so okay that's a little bit of a surprise um because yeah I, I it's funny i i i've interviewed glenn schofield at the dice awards a bunch of times yeah and so um it's just weird to think of him not actually like making a game and going on to like a bigger sort of strategy kind of role but i guess that's the logical progression it's just you know what well, seems like a surprise yeah So, um, there was that, uh, what else, um, as a follow-up to uh, a bit of news that I gave a while ago, actually, um, remember when Toys R Us was closing 180 stores? Yes. (laughs) Turns out they're closing 200
0: more. Wow, so they're just going bankrupt.
1: (laughs) I mean, like, they, it sounds like their new plan to have parties and let associates take out toys out of their packaging. Ain't gonna work. Isn't really working. So, um... Yeah, yeah,
0: their stores were always kind of shabby, especially nowadays. Yeah, their tiles suck.
1: So, um, that's a bummer. Just because I do feel like that is a you know a little piece of um
0: our history. Yeah, that's for us, not for the future. No, they get Amazon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then I have some more, like you know. Uh, this, I mean, this could be good news. I mean, it's it's officially not great news, but I think if it avoids a like a terrible movie, then it's good news. Um, Joss Whedon has exited the Batgirl film.
0: I saw that. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Yeah, and like per his, uh, he said to The Hollywood Reporter, it's such an exciting project and Warners and DC are such collaborative and supportive partners that it took him months to realize that he didn't really have a story. And so that's why he's bowing out because he said that he didn't have a story for Batgirl. Fair enough. So, and honestly...
0: Bring in somebody that does. Yeah, good to (laughs) bow
1: out rather than waste our time. Because DC can't really have... Another failure. Yeah, it needs to have... It needs to keep up with Marvel. Yeah. And so... um, yeah like to to recognize that weakness and just be like cool i'm not the guy that's a, a really great level you of know, like be a emotional really good intelligence good,
0: there yeah a really good dark one would be um batwoman also, i'm not familiar with batwoman at all oh she's good <laughs> she's a lesbian <laughs> which is a good twist ah, yeah so anyways nice. Yeah.
1: Um so uh one little another little bit of news here. Um the Sonic the Hedgehog film which apparently is happening 2019, dated for November 2019. Um it is uh being I think their producing partner is Paramount Pictures. Oh, um, cool. So, um yeah, new there's a new director. Um his uh, previous work was an Oscar nominated short film.
0: I saw um that Sega was hiring a lot of people for Sonic in their description. Really? So I was like, oh, that makes sense because the movie's coming out. So they're probably going to try to really hype it up.
1: Well, and it sounds like also, I mean, just with Sonic Mania being such a quality Sonic game, that they could be trying to use this time to really sort of relaunch sonic in a very responsible way just because sonic mania worked. yeah so
0: yeah yeah
1: um and then uh lastly um this is let's end end the the stuff on some positive stuff uh we can do a quick rundown of all of the dice award winners for anyone who cares let's do it uh you want to
0: do all of them yeah it's only
1: like we can go pretty fast okay um game of the year the big one we're starting at the top. Went to Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Boop, boop. I don't really think anyone's really super surprised by that.
0: No, nope, They um, even announced it at the beginning of the show. Which was funny. <laughs>
1: the host did not know the winners. No, obviously. So, but it's funny. That was a really great moment. They're like, we
0: can save you all an hour <laughs> and just tell you that Breath of the Wild's going to win. Which I do love that he says, like, I saved you three hours. We can go drink. As uh, if, like, the Dice Awards are, like, Oscars
1: long. Uh, when, yeah, I think it was the actual hour. Room, yeah, it was, like, 82 minutes or something like that. It was really
0: fast. Oh, I didn't even know it was even that long. Yeah, okay, the, Di- cool. the-
1: the dice awards have been under 90 minutes, I think, for the last, like, four years.
0: Yeah, it went very
1: fast. So, um, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, achievement in Game Direction, Legend, Legend of Zelda. Zelda. Achievement in Game Design, Legend, Legend of Zelda. Zelda. Um, both Immersive Reality Technical Achievement and Immersive Reality Game of the Year went to Lone, Lone Echo, Echo and Echo, Echo Arena. Arena. Um, Can I be your Echo? Yeah, from, <laughs> from Ready at Dawn Studios. Um Mobile Game of the Year went to Fire Emblem Heroes, which I have not played.
0: No, nope, me neither.
1: Um, handheld Game of the Year, though. Metroid. Metroid. Samus
0: Returns. Woo.
1: Hey. Uh, the Dice Sprite Award went to Snipperclips, Cute. which is really fun that game is kind of crazy i
0: think that'd be fun for one of our game nights
1: absolutely todd and i tried playing it together and all we did was fight but I think it'd, be more, <laughs> it'd be more fun just for like with people that you don't have to like later live with cuddle with <laughs> yeah um outstanding achievement in online gameplay went to PUBG, g
0: mm-hmm.
1: um which that i think is totally earned
0: yes you called that out that's
1: what it should have won instead of game of the year so i'm glad it got that uh personally very excited about this one since i worked on the campaign Strategy and simulation game of the year went to Mario, Mario and, and Rabbids. The
0: Rabbids Kingdom Battle.
1: Yeah. Um sports game of the year went to FIFA, kind of that uh, FIFA tends to win except what 2 years ago was uh Rocket League. Oh. But um but to and, sorry, and Rocket League is basically soccer. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Uh this one was a surprise to me. RPG of the year.
0: Nier Automata.
1: Yep. Or actually the VO for the the awards said Automata. Automata. Um, but yeah, like it's yeah, like, you're right. Because I was talking Sorry. about no, it's it's I'm willing to accept either pronunciation. It is automata. Um, but like yeah, that was one where um I was really I was surprised to see it win that just because it beat Persona Five
0: yes it did and
1: persona 5 is like an rpg and like near is an action rpg but also it's not action enough to compete with like call of duty or wolfenstein yeah. you know and it's not adventurey enough to compete with uncharted or assassin's creed so it is more rpg than anything else like
0: and it kind was, like, of changes talk- its playing style throughout the game yeah
1: because i was talking to alfredo about this and he was uh, earlier today actually and he even said he's like well yeah but if you he's the one that said if you compare it to all those things it doesn't really fit in any bucket but if you if you're going to put it in one rpg makes the most sense and even then it's a little bit of a stretch but still yeah um racing game of the year went to mario kart 8 deluxe
0: which i didn't even realize it was still the same year that mario kart came out
1: But uh, well mario kart 8 deluxe came out for the switch last year
0: it was last year. But
1: Mario Kart Eight came out for the Wii U like three years ago.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, fighting game of the year, Injustice Two.
1: Uh, family game of the year, also Snipperclips. Um, adventure game of the year, Shocker. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Um, action game of the year went to PUBG. Yeah. And then um, Outstanding Technical Achievement and Outstanding Achievement in Story both went to Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that, like, for it having the most nominations for the uh, the year that it got some stuff, both, like, for technical and for artistry, because the story in it was actually very good. Yeah. Um, Outstanding Achievement in Sound Design, Super Mario Odyssey. Um. The sound in that game is actually quite good. I do feel like it was a little kind of like getting a little bit of a bone <laughs> thrown to it just because Mario coming out the same year as a Zelda game. Mario was a fantastic game and it got completely overshadowed by Zelda. Breath of the Wild because yeah. it's so good. Um outstanding achievement in original music and art direction and animation all went to Cuphead, which actually is extremely well earned. Um, for all three of those things. Yeah. And then outstanding achievement in character went to Hellblade. Mm-hmm. Sinua's sacrifice for the character of Sinua. Yeah. So that was the Dice Awards. To be honest, like...
0: You know what, though? Even though Lost Legacy did not win anything it was really nice to see chloe up there all the for all those <laughs> clips
1: it it is like i think that's the one real upset um of the night is that naughty dog was a total bridesmaid yeah which i mean lost legacy was good but yeah c- comparing it to legend of zelda um or hellblade like just a lot of the things it was nominated for it shouldn't have won because like it
0: unch- i thought if it was gonna win anything it would have won the sound the special effects or sound or sound design sound or design like that. yeah
1: yeah which which, I mean, like, I would have been okay with those, um, but it, to be honest, it does feel like a little bit of an offshoot off Uncharted 4. Even though the character performances are great, like, mm-hmm. on unto themselves, um, it feels kind of like Uncharted 4.5. Yeah. And so I can see why it's not treated—I It, it I don't think it was held in the same sort of regard.
0: But it was nominated for a lot of different spots. It was. So, yeah. And, like— but it's not a full game it was a short one yeah so um yeah so uh that
1: that those were the dice awards
0: yeah yeah that was nice right
1: um so i was curious i don't know i meant to ask you about this earlier um so you could look it up do you have an overwatch league update for us
0: Oh fuck no! I can right now though.
1: Okay, well I know one. I can give you like one little thing just to sort of fill the time while you look it up. Yeah. Um. So the day of the Dice Awards, I was not able to watch, which was a bummer. Um. But I know that uh, the Houston Outlaws, my team with Jake, uh, beat the London Spitfire, the number one team in the league.
0: I didn't see. I did see some Overwatch League. I didn't watch a lot though.
1: I think they were the first game on Thursday, which because uh, what's Stage two, week one. Yeah, Outlaws ended. are in second place now. But they were in second before, but I think now they're just closer to first. But yeah, like the London Spitfire. They
0: weren't in second last week though. Were they really?
1: They finished stage one in second place. Oh wow! Okay. So, Sorry. Um, no, it's all good. But yeah, the, so the Spitfire, um, like they seemed kind of, I uh, don't say unbeatable, but like I think it was a, it was a cool surprise to see the Outlaws come in and, and beat them, um, in week one of stage two. So That's dope. Um, yeah. So what are what are our current standings? How are we looking?
0: So first place new. New um, NYXL, uh, second place Outlaws, Houston. Third is Soul Dynasty. Fourth is London Spitfire.
1: Oh, I thought Spitfire was in first. So it's the Excelsior?
0: I think they've been in first for a while. Oh, then I
1: was mistaken then. Okay. So still, it was it was awesome that- And I thought H-
0: Houston was in third because- what? But I could be wrong. Well, I thought their standings were there I in second. I thought Soul was in
1: second. I don't know. Anyway. Soul ended up in like fourth at the end of stage one. Oh, they weren't okay. first for a long time and then they just sort of had like a, a thing where they dropped. Lost it. Um, so keep going.
0: Uh, five is Los Angeles Valiant. Six is Philadelphia Fusion. Seven, Boston Uprising, which I have not really heard anything about Boston. Mm-mm. They're kind of just lost in the middle. Same with Philadelphia, but I did see Philadelphia play.
1: Well, and apparently uh, there was an article, I think, written on Kotaku saying that they have a secret weapon for this season or this stage or whatever. I think it's a new player, hmm. and um, it's working like a charm. Apparently, he's doing good work. Which one? I don't know. Wait, uh, Boston or oh, Philadelphia? Fusion. Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Los Angeles Gladiators are in eighth. Dallas Fuel is in ninth. San Francisco Shock is 10th. Oh, and I saw Florida Mayhem lose to... Um, philadelphia fusion and they're in 11th and, and then, then poor the dynasty the dynasty shanghai dragons or oh, dragons that's there right.
1: oh yeah because yeah soul's dynasty <laughs> yeah the shanghai dragons they're having a rough go yeah um, about,
0: has that new girl started
1: Guguri, i don't think she's i don't think she has i think she has the the visa issues still oh right yeah so um hopefully she'll be in there soon though yeah, that sucks cause I got a root for like, you know, the only woman in the Overwatch League. I'm so excited that that they finally got one. Um There's got to be
0: more out there.
1: Oh, there it's I think this could be, uh, hopefully this is like just the beginning of yeah. of a lot more. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's all the news. I'm just waiting
0: for Alfredo to get in there, right? I'll go see that match live <laughs> in person. So, make a poster. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh... Is it time for the is it crush? Is time for the crush? Crush. Of the week. Crush. crush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you want to go first? Or do uh. Or do you want me? You go.
0: Okay. My crush of the week is somebody who has literally been a part of my life as much as Chung Lee has been. And I live for her because she's super fucking sexy. Katana from Mortal Kombat. Originally Mortal Kombat 2. Which was probably in my my opinion, the best Mortal Kombat. Agreed. Yeah?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, Mortal Kombat 2, probably one of the best in the series. Yeah. If not the best. And the character I always play Mortal Kombat 2 as is Katana. Really?
0: Always. My brother always played Melina. She crazy. She cuckoo.
1: But no, it's like, Katana was, uh, the first time I ever saw Mortal Kombat 2, I saw somebody playing as her, and I was like, I want to do
0: that. That's pretty dope. Well,
1: her fans draw so much blood. blood. And as a kid, I was like, yeah!
0: Yeah. Um, I love her. Yeah, so Katana's pretty fucking dope. She's, of course, the princess of the underworld. I think she is. I think she's the she's the daughter of Shell Sh- 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 Khan. And um, the, the screaming banshee woman. Um, S- S- Sindel. Sindel. Yes, I did like Sindel in 3. Sindel is my character in 3. Really? Yeah. She's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. So um, Katana's hot, and she's my crush.
1: Nice. I always was weirded out by Katana in 3 because that's when they opened up the front of her outfit and with the lace oh yeah and it looked like bones to me, oh no, like, no, I never, it never read as 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 never is, read as not. It is as, boning, but yeah, it's but a, for a corset. It's not, yeah, it's not lace, yeah. It's, just, it's the, the the lacing though, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. It just the the threads there always look like bones to me. It looks like she's super skinny and it weirded me out.
0: Oh, I saw that, but like it's that way. Her in Mortal Kombat Two though, yeah, yeah, she looks good. Her original costume is her best costume.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, my crush, I'm kind of breaking the rules again. I'm going with a real life person who lives in Meat Space. That is okay um he is an overwatch commentator oh i know who it is his name is matt morello and he goes by mr x he's the main commentator right uh i don't know if he's a main one i mean because like i feel like i never see him that much or is he he the british one i don't think he's british no he's not british he's 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 the one with the accent it's
0: hard to understand I don't know.
1: I don't know most of their names. I only know his name. He's um he's not very tall. In day one, he like there's a video or a picture going around where like day one, he's like probably seven inches shorter than the person he's next to. Uh,
0: what's his name? Sorry. Matt
1: Morello. And then on day two, he they clearly found him an apple box. Um, ah. But like there was an article actually, I think the Kotaku wrote um that is saying, like, can we all agree that the uh, the hosts and commentators of the Overwatch League need our fashion advice? Because oh. a lot of them don't know how to dress themselves. But he is the one that totally knows how to dress. Like, yeah, he's
0: cute. He's not the one I was thinking of.
1: I think he's one of the older ones. He actually seems older than most of them. Yeah. Um, He might be the ripe old age of, like, 27. Short. I do yeah, remember. He's yeah. not super tall. Um, He's got a nice beard.
0: He's not in your face. He's just... Goes with his opinion. Yeah. And he was actually a really big, I think he was a, a Rainbow Six player
1: or something like that. Like he, he was a, a star Rainbow Six Siege player for a while before he started doing the commentating. Um he or, looks
0: like somebody I used to date. Good for funny. you. Good for him. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh,
1: he, uh, yeah. Missed, and he goes by Mr. X. Uh, he is my crush of the week because I think he's, you know, kind of dreamy. And also, yeah, like, the man knows how to fucking dress. And the reason why I learned who he was actually is I walked by the. TV when it was on, and he was wearing this hoodie that I was like, I want that hoodie. And then I found, like, I looked him up, found out who he was, looked at his Twitter, and like five tweets down, he had a tweet saying like, all right, I'm getting a lot of questions about this hoodie. It's from Scotch and Soda. That's where I bought it. If you want to go look, and so I looked and I found it and I bought it. I Which, was like, "What hoodie is it's it?" It's the one I was wearing tonight.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, it, yeah, it has yeah, like
1: yeah. a an a sort of um, vestigial zipper um, mm-hmm. on the shoulder that literally opens to nothing, and it has a really cool neck. Um, for yeah. a hoodie, like it has a, a neck where it, it kind of almost looks like the beginning of the the coat that Ryan Gosling wears in um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So it's it's a dressy hoodie. Nice, and I like it.
0: I'm so. trying to find the one I, the commentator. I'm, but he's like the main host, and he kind of sits separate from the other three. Is he all sorts of teeth? He's all sorts of teeth, and he's like kind of a, a bossy of queen.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, like, but he's kind of your generic-looking white guy. Yeah, like light brown or like maybe but it's dirty not blonde this hair. Guy.
0: This is Chris Puckett. And With I think a lot he's of He's the
1: British one. Oh, he's the one I was thinking of.
0: Or maybe I'm getting confused. They're almost similar, so I'd have to hear them actually talk well, it's like but and they look kind of similar.
1: and actually, the other the other uh, commentator who does not need um, our know. fashion advice is her. I don't know her name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But she is she's ad- super cute,
0: adorable.
1: Yeah, and I feel like she's just you know I'm sure she has uh, cosplayed as Tracer because she could totally pull it off.
0: Zombie is that yes. her name? It's- which she goes.
1: Well, she's adorable. Soey she
0: has... or Zoe Grishwin. Grishwin. She's I, Swiss. Oh, she's Swiss.
1: Okay, because yeah. I thought she would be Swedish or something. Yeah, she has like the cutest hair and she's always like dressed super like you know not flashy but she's always dressed kind of edgy so anyway but yeah matt morello mr x yeah she's super cute and she's tatted you know he's a a very fashionable overwatch commentator and my crush of the week
0: cute that's a good crush you love your overwatch
1: i do i'm i'm really enjoying the overwatch league i cannot believe how invested i am in it
0: and I would be more invested if they did less of the talking and more of the playing. I don't like the in-between sequences. Mm. I don't know. I, I lose interest really easily. But whatever. You don't because you want to fuck all of them. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Strong words there. Um, yeah. So that is that. That is that. Say so um you can follow me at Satine the dream on Instagram and Twitter or at Satine on Twitch and you
1: can follow me at fast danger on Twitter or at mr Gladstone on Instagram and twitch mr is spelled out by the way
0: and you can follow the podcast at Twitter Instagram and Facebook at bitdiff podcast or you can send us an email at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com well this week we are in where I'm not sure if we're still going to do the video on YouTube we'll see how that goes but as of right now you You can still catch us every Wednesday with new episodes.
1: And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment on iTunes and Google Play? Um, And uh, yeah, and then later you can change your star ratings down to one (laughs) if you you want. Uh, (laughs) You shouldn't though. That uh, (laughs) that's pretty funny. (laughs) What a turd.
0: So um, yeah, so that's a show. Yeah,
1: that Uh, was a show. That was an episode.
0: Yeah. All right. Have a great night or day, and ciaozi. Bye bye.